The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. The Nostalgia Funhouse proudly dedicates all episodes in the loving memory of Connie Chirac. So, Johnny, I've, I've been hearing really great things about this Nostalgia Funhouse. It just brings back so many great memories. Andrew, uh, another reason I'm going to get in line with you here is that you really vouch for this show. So, I'm just going to believe you that this is the show that you know I've been wanting, which is just talking about all the fun stuff from our yesteryear and the years before uh, and i really hate anything meta so i'm glad that what we're doing right now is not that oh no definitely what is meta is it, isn't that ron artessa's new name <laughs> well add world and peace to it sure <laughs> yeah but this is this is great they like last year they were like tearing play sets and halloween costumes and well they, that sounds cool they get like this weird court recordings from like pop culture courts does anybody care about court cases uh, these ones are kind of cool. They put hmm. Scott Kelvin on trial for Santa Claus there. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, you're. That sounds interesting. Yeah, man. You know what's the best part about this is though? Is I hear they always got a really great sponsor. You can check it out right there. Hey now, kids, come gather around. See what just skipped in the town. So skip it, skip it. Do run, do jump, do hop, hop. Skip it, skip it. But the very best thing of all, there's a counter on this ball. So try to beat your very best score. See if you can jump a whole lot more. Skip it, skip it. Come on, everybody, skip it. Roaring good fun from Tiger Toy. Welcome, 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 everyone, back to the Nostalgic Funhouse. I'm one of your hosts, Andrew Lenz, and joined. By as always, Mr. Johnny Townsend. How are you doing, Johnny? I can't answer unless you say Red Rover, Red Rover, send Johnny right over. You because today I don't want to say it now. Because now you're making me. And I'm an adult. I can do what I want. Andrew the sad uh, the Cue the sad music to play when I talk about my childhood here. Anytime oh. I played Red Rover, no, I was no. never one of the kids that would get picked to run through. And I think it's because I was a portly little kid. Do you know what? I've never played Red Rover. Oh, really? Yeah. I've yeah. never I've never played it. But I'd always get picked for Duck Duck Goose, and I think it's because I'm slow and easily to outrun. Yeah, I did so. that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. We are yeah. we are talking about childhood games that you would you know play outside with your friends. Yeah, but I was a heck of a backyard wrestler. I will say that. So Joey Janela. Oh, I, he has nothing on me, Johnny the Crusher Townsend. You Johnny know the Crusher. You went up there. I sure did. <laughs> In this nineteen forties like territory days. Man, that was uh, I always called myself. What was that. Trevor? I got to hear Trevor's because I. I like I could see you being the crusher because like yeah. like you could like channel a personality. Yeah, Trevor is just so like even keel. I feel most of the time. Like I I've only done yeah. podcasts and little conversations, but I feel like he's like even keel. Like even if he was like trying to pretend angry, it would just 
not come off as pretend angry. Like he would just be like Trevor, the modest Franklin or something. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, the yeah. modest one. And he would Trevor, just come out. <laughs> Trevor, the harmless guy. Yeah. The Trevor, harmless guy, Franklin. That ain't going to hurt you. <laughs> Trevor, the yeah. humble Franklin, where he's like, he was, you're good too. You're good too. I was the crusher. He was Venom. That was his name. Venom? Yeah. Venom. And uh, his brother, Derek, <laughs> I was very proud to come up with his name uh, because at one point Derek was the smallest of us three and now he towers over Trevor and I, and that's because that's how life works. But uh, so I called him the Pinto Bean. The Pinto Bean. I kind of like that. <laughs> I know. It's a great name, right? Yeah. <laughs> Venom. Venom. Yeah. Uh, basically, I uh, stole everything from Rowdy Roddy Piper and Trevor stole everything from The Rock. And, uh, 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 and, I booked it. This is a lot of pro wrestling speak here, but I booked it almost every match. We have these on tape, by the way, back in the day. Uh, I would book it where, because I thought it was really funny to have uh, the Pinto Bean win. So he won most of the matches, purely because I thought it was hilarious. Was it like a Rey Mysterio giant killer type angle that you were working for? It was It was way more of uh, he took advantage of situations to win kind of uh. thing. Uh, but also uh, his... Was the Pinto Bean a heel or a face? Oh, he's got to be. You can't be mad at the Pinto Bean. Uh, okay. He's uh, his finishing move uh, that I also came up with, and I, these are not things to be bragging about, but I'm oddly proud of it. Was uh, he would come off the top rope, aka it was just a folding chair. He'd come off the folding chair, and uh, he would quote unquote. Of course, he never actually did it. Quote unquote. You know how Finn Balor does the double stomp to the chest? Yeah. But his was to the groin, to the guy's groin. Oh. And I called it the Oscar Mayer weenie smasher, the greatest finishing move of all time. And the only time somebody was ever actually hurt was when uh, I was on the quote-unquote mat, which was blue tarp, trying not to give away too many of our secrets here. And Trevor jumped off their deck, which was, <laughs> I don't want to brag about this, but like uh, maybe a foot and a half off the ground. And oh. he jumped off of that, and uh, my knee was up, and I didn't realize it. And he landed with his crotch on my knee. And that's the most animated I've ever seen him, because he literally ran around his house like twice because he was hurting so bad. <laughs> so you were the dusty roads of this backyard wrestling there. Well, I was also the only one who could pick anybody up, so that also kind of oh, helped. Okay. Yeah. I think the most backyard wrestling I did was uh my friends try to do it but we did not have top ropes and yeah, we did we won didn't a match because the guy wore his favorite shirt and i was gonna rip it and he tapped out <laughs> and then my other thing with back air wrestling it was i would i always wanted to do a drop kick and i was yeah. on trampoline oh by the way i just recently saw uh, again old video of hulk hogan in japan and he actually literally did an enziguri yeah, he he was good. <laughs> he was really good. Way better than what he was in America because you just didn't see that. But yeah, continue. Uh, so I'm on a trampoline and my friend John is there, very innocent victim at this point. And I'm like, I always want to do a drop kick. So I finally got enough height and I drop kicked him, not thinking like I'm going to like just throw him off the trampoline. Like, oh, I'll just drop kick him and fall. And no, I drop kicked him right off the trampoline. Yeah, so it's a great drop kick. Sounds like yeah. to me. Yeah, it was some perfectly rock, executed. Yeah, it was some rock and roll express stuff. Some rock stuff about, going yeah. on right there. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, we had full entrances too, Andrew. Uh, 
Oh, did I you? think I famously told this story on Retro Blist, uh, but uh, we uh, grew up, Trevor and I and Derek grew up in a Mennonite church. So we were very much, uh, most anything we had, like if we had any sort of, if you, if you listen to us, uh, like uh, we don't just outright cuss or anything. It's just literally because of how we grew up, right? And uh, so our music growing up, or the way that we would, re- I guess, rebel is uh, uh, we got Limp Biscuit albums. <laughs> oh no! So uh, one of the uh, one of them, of course, was uh, you know doing it all for the Nookie, but we couldn't. Uh, we wanted that as an entrance song, but of course, we had to get the uh, one where we beep out words. So even words like uh, the D word, you know, beavers build them. Uh, we would have to beep that out. Oh, um, Derek's music was the Chumbawamba. I get knocked down, but I get up again. So he wasn't pissed. Was that edited? We edited the P word. We would have to. Here's how we edited it too. We would re. They had one of those um, tape recorders, kind of like Home Alone, you know, where he could record stuff. Yeah, that was sounding. So we would play the cassette and we would record it, but we would physically put the beep when that word. <laughs> Very proud of our production value. This was like the Christian wrestling, like that. Uh, oh yeah, it had to be. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, as hardcore as we could possibly be. You uh, know, so everybody wore. We were fully clothed. Nobody was shirtless. So during like my teenage, like, eh, probably like almost into my twenties, like towards the end of high school. Yeah, my mom started going to church, and then I started going with her. And uh, the pastor, Reverend Hazel awesome guy because you'll be you'll appreciate this so this is during the attitude era and this yeah. man is a pastor he is a man of god okay so don't feel bad and so i'm thinking like this man is like straight and narrow he is perfect but he always lets you know that he he wasn't he wasn't perfect yeah and he wasn't all, even if you thought he was perfect he wasn't always perfect and the one thing that made me laugh all the time is that it's funny because they talk about Shawn Michaels where he was like, I didn't, I didn't want to do SmackDown because I didn't want to miss Bible study. This man would like not miss wrestling every Monday night. So there'd be <laughs> nothing going on at the church because he did not want to miss wrestling. And this is the height of the attitude era. But he would, and I, cause I saw one time we had to go over there. Like my mom was picking something up and I was with her and I'm like, ah, oh, I'm missing wrestling. And all of a sudden I walk into the living room and they're like, Oh, come on, sit down. And I'm sitting down and there he is like just stone cold, just double fisting beers. And he's just like, Oh, I never miss it. Every Monday night. I would just watch it. He's like, I love wrestling. <laughs> yeah. It's a great. Yeah. Uh, but but we're, our topic today yeah. is uh, when you're a kid, the games you will play outside, which is uh, all that wrestling I did was outside. It was outdoors, of course, but I wanted to, st- I wanted to say that the biggest thing, because Trevor and Derek and I basically grew up together, uh, the biggest thing that we would play, of course, is uh, Ninja Turtles. I was going to ask that. So you did. I don't think we ever played Ninja Turtles. Oh, we most certainly played Ninja Turtles. And poor Derek, because he was the youngest and smallest at the time. Me and him both are Raphael nerds, but of course I got to be Raphael and he had to be, I think he would pick Donatello instead. I remember doing 
did we do? I don't remember doing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We did Star Wars. Yeah. And we I'd find a random stick, and that would be like my lightsaber, but I would break it to where I could just kind of like put it through my belt loop. Yeah. <laughs> so that way I didn't have like this big long thing. And my friend Reed always wanted to be Yoda. <laughs> so there was a tree that he could climb into that was still low enough, and he would be in the tree all the time. So we yeah. see Yoda. I was going to ask you this. Uh, we're going to get into the more traditional games that kids would play. But what was the strangest one that you would play? Because for me, I was always, when it came to movies and stuff, like I'd always gravitate toward these characters who, uh, when you start out, you don't like them, but then they would have some, they would do something redeeming, I guess, in a way. When I was in the fifth grade, yeah. we watched a little film called The Last of Mohicans, right? Okay. Uh, fantastic movie, by the way. It's really, really good. Daniel Day-Lewis, it's very, very good. They shot most of it not too far from where we were at the time. And in fifth grade, it was a big, uh, was the you studied the state of North Carolina, because that's where we're from. And uh, so we watched that movie. Fantastic movie. Probably a little heavy for fifth graders to watch, no. but a great but a no. great movie. Oh, well, I don't know. I, I forgot who I was who talking you, Yeah, you forgot. <laughs> but uh, like all of those kids in that class loved that movie. We were really into it. So when it was time for, uh, you know, to go outside and play on the playground at school, we played The Last of the Mohicans. And if you've ever seen that movie, obviously you want to be one of the Mohicans because they're the good guys in this. Mm-hmm. There's one British officer in this movie. He's kind of one of the more important British officer characters. And he's a, he's just a, like, you just don't like him until the near the end of the movie. Giant spoiler alert for less of the Mohicans. He uh, basically sacrifices himself to save uh, everyone else, including the less of the Mohicans, right? Mm-hmm. So he does this amazing thing. And like, I was just drawn to that guy. I was like, I want to know more about this guy. Right. So when we played that, I was the only one who played as the British. <laughs> soldier. I don't know if we ever did anything. We did a lot of before kind of X-Men took off. Yeah. We played a lot of like X-Men stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, also, we oh, also okay. Did, uh, so I was, I was also uh, a Velociraptor a lot. I want to say that too. To this would, day, I'm still a Velociraptor. I was Caliban. I had a yeah. friend. We used to do a lot of like guns and stuff. And my one friend, because we were my mom was friends with their mom, so obviously we became friends. Uh, she didn't want to like play guns, but she wanted to play, and she didn't want to be like the nurse, so she would be the dog. And that's how I always remember it. That's kind of it. But we used to play a lot of like mutants type stuff, Star Wars, Power Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I had the super soaker and the way that, and I was always the black ranger and the way that I would make it. So the ax is I would hold it, the super soaker just regularly by the barrel and then pretend like it was the ax, but it needed to be the gun. I would push the, forward so that way it would like actually look like that but power rangers uh probably the goofiest game we did was i used to go to buffalo bills training camp every year even though i hate the bills yeah uh but i always thought training camp was cool because they would just 
like wearing minimum pads and stuff like that. So we actually would play training camp and go through different drills and, <laughs> and do stuff like that. So we played training camp. I mean, yeah. that was probably, I mean, you could go with the sports. I've played a lot of street hockey. I'm pretty sure you played a lot of basketball. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All, all the time. Stuff. But that's pretty much. I can remember playing is that stuff. And yeah. I, I mean, of course we played a lot of the classics and I'm sure we're going to get into, but yes. uh, yeah, the mainly most of the time, my childhood, I was either Raphael from the Ninja Turtles or Velociraptor from Jurassic Park. Those were my two biggies growing up. I was always the Skywalker, or the black Ranger that I can remember. Yeah. Well, those are good picks. Cause those would be my two picks from those two. Yeah. As well, yeah. for sure. Yeah. That's why we get along so well. <laughs> Team Cyclops. <laughs> we did a lot of, uh, oh, we did a lot of things with like cardboard boxes. Yes. Same here. Yes. Yeah. So uh, my friend Reed and I would draw on them, make computers. And when you could actually go outside, we use like, he had like a little patio. So that yeah. was our spaceship. And then we'd fly somewhere. Then we'd get out. And we go in his backyard to explore, kind of like a Star Trek thing. Yeah, yeah. not a Star Trek thing. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, uh, we uh, we would get these giant cardboard boxes. I remember one time, uh, Trevor's parents. I, I want to say they'd gotten like a wash and dryer or something like that, but something came in a giant cardboard box, and I saw that, and my brain just started going, "We're using this for wrestling, right?" Oh, so one of my biggest quote unquote. Uh, things again if you know me you know i'm a giant mick foley mark and i was like i'm going through that cardboard box <laughs> johnny went through the cardboard i went through that cardboard box Should set it on fire too no 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 this is a christian this is a Mennonite oh, cardboard yeah. box well it could it be, be like you going through the flames of hell to redeem yourself <laughs> by the way Mennonites famously uh uh against violence of all kinds <laughs> just like <that. laughs> yeah see i grew up in a lutheran and then a wesleyan church so yeah well i grew up in that mennonite church surrounded by baptist churches so i was oh, very geez. very confused <laughs> like i would be like man i don't know i don't want to i don't i don't like i don't like these dangerous things where people get hurt and then I, all my school kids are like hey we're baptist let's go shoot this stuff it's like I'm confused. <laughs> It'll do that to you. It'll do that. Yeah. To you. Yeah. But uh, so some like fun games, like you mentioned Red Rover. Like I never played that. Never once in my life. I've heard people do the Red Rover, Red Rover, just like you did. Come, yeah. you know, come on over. So actually, honestly, this is going to sound bad. So what do you do? Just like, somebody stands there and then they call you to come on over per my recul uh rec for my memory that word i was trying to say <laughs> per my <laughs> from what i remember like there was two sides right like let's say you had 10 people so there are five people on each side and each side would hold hands you'd form a line like a link like a chain sort of in a way and uh let's say you're on the other side i would go red rover red rover send Andrew right over and your job then would be, you'd have to leave your side and run to our side and you can pick any one of the connections. Right. And if you can break through those with one run, then you get to take one of our team over to your side. 
if you can't and we hold you, then you got to stay on our side. And basically, you do that until there's like the one side wins. No wonder you don't want to send the big kid over. Yeah, I know. It was sucks. It was like, yeah. Like football. Yeah. You're going right oh, through that's also why I would always get picked for football because we would play tackle football and nobody could take me down. And I was, even though I was the slowest, it didn't matter. <laughs> so they just give me the ball and I would just basically trot up to the <laughs> and score a touchdown. <laughs> now that I'm thinking, I'm like, yeah, why would you? Like, yeah. you would be like, be like, hey, who's the smallest? Let's get them over here. Yeah, that's what, that would basically through. how it would start. Yeah. We did, but, that, uh, uh, but also um, in preference for this, I kind of looked into the history of a lot of these games. Yeah, uh, a lot of these games have been around for a long. I'm talking centuries that I, I these was, games have been around. I was just thinking about that before we recording, like, like the game of tag. Like, who came up with that? And then all of a sudden, somebody was like, "I'm going to reinvent the wheel." How about in tag instead of saying that person's it? They touch you, you gotta freeze, and we call it freeze. let's call it freeze tag. Yeah, yeah like I just want to know. Like, I have a memory a- of knowing what tag was and say this is a lot of fun. And then I don't remember who it was, but it was definitely on the playground. And somebody's like, "Hey, let's play freeze tag." And my mind exploded when I found out that this is taking tag and making it eat, like adding an extra element literally to it, and it becomes the most coolest thing of all time. Did you play where if another person that wasn't it touched you when you were frozen? Yeah, yep. You were unfrozen. Yep. Yes, sure did. Okay. And then we did something like cartoon freeze tag or something like that, where if they were about to tag you, you had to say a cartoon. Yeah. If you didn't say it before they tagged you, then yes, we did something very close to that. Uh, Also, can't remember exactly what it was called but it was basically freeze tag but uh that if you've listened to this show you know i've famously have talked about bethel camp which is a mennonite church camp that trevor Derek, and i would always go to every summer they would always one night play an epic game basically they would put like a giant rope through the camp and this is a camp in the mountains by the way there's mountains there's streams there's trees everywhere it's deep in the woods and we would have it would basically become like a hardcore free uh uh because they would have like flags on each side. It was basically captured a flag with freeze tag thrown okay. in. And it was the most fun you would ever have because you're they'll just literally uh 50, 60 kids playing this. <laughs> Split in half, two teams doing that, and it was so much fun. So there okay. Cause capture the flag, I never I don't think I ever I I played it at like camp. But it wasn't like any of my friends like, hey, let's go play capture the flag. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, no. I mean, it's it's way more fun if you have a lot of people doing it and you throw in the element of freeze tag with it, which is that what, would be that would be pretty amazing. Yeah. Did you because I noticed between childhoods that there is some difference between like what we did, like when we were talking like a year ago, Matt and all of us, and you were amazed that in New York we don't have plastic bags anymore. <laughs> yeah, that blew my mind. And we yeah. have to charge, get, we're charged a deposit on every like can of, you know, like Pepsi or anything that we buy or anything yeah. like that. So 
did you play so when i say these somebody's like oh everybody played that i don't know sometimes uh one of my favorites is what time is it mr fox what is this okay so <laughs> we may see this other thing too i think sometimes <laughs> games would go across uh different areas but they'd be called different things right yes that's why i kind of was like I'm like we're gonna do this uh so what time is it mr fox is somebody you got a bunch of i don't know probably like three kids at least behind you and there's a person all the way at the end of the yard and they're you they don't see the other three kids so their back is to those kids and the other three kids that go what time is it mr fox and person that's mr fox will say like three o'clock so they take three steps okay and then once that person that is mr fox feels like they're close enough and after they say what time is it mr fox the person turns around and goes midnight and then you tag somebody and then that person is mr fox next so it's sort of like a red light green light in a way yes but you cannot see yeah so but if they touch you then you're still it in a way like if they i feel like i played a version of that but i'm fairly certain it wasn't called that i don't remember what it was called though yeah this was what time is it mr fox and it was just that's just how simple it was and obviously, I was kind of a slow kid, and I was Mr. Fox a lot of time. <laughs> but the minute you say, like, midnight, that's when you get to turn around, and then you chase somebody down, you tag them, then they're Mr. Fox. Oh, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. It wasn't called that, though. It was called something else here. But, uh, yeah, I, I think, think every, you think everybody's played a version, and it was probably mostly called Duck, Duck, Goose, for sure. Yeah, I've we've, I've done the duck duck goose. I think everybody. I'm fairly certain most people have done duck duck goose. What is? Because you'd run around, you get into the seat. Yeah, and you sit down. You sit in a circle, like a, a bunch of kids sit in a circle. One person would be the duck duck goose person, and they go duck duck duck. And when they said goose, that means, and they would touch heads every time they would uh, say the duck or goose. And if they goosed you, you had to get up and chase them. I always hated that. Yeah. It was kind of like, I know it wasn't inside, but uh, what is it? Thumbs up, seven up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Where you were like, ah. you kind of wanted to get picked for that one, but then you never really knew who did it. So, but the duck, duck goose, there was times where I was like, just don't pick me. <laughs> Plane goes right over my house, but I would be like, yeah, don't pick me. Here's one. Okay, because I did put this. This what kind of gave it to me as the idea for a graphic. Did you play Ghost in the Graveyard? Our good friend Brian Finch said he played Ghost in the Graveyard. I've heard it. I've never played it. What exactly is it? Okay. Uh, Ghost in the Graveyard is a fun game to play outside. Oh, it tells a long good start. (laughs) Yeah. In the summer and fall. So spring, winter. Mm -mm. no ghost in the graveyard listen here if i catch anybody playing that game out of season so help me so whoa so there is other names for this game it gets crazy uh known as the witch ain't out tonight 
Ghost is out tonight and Bloody Murder. Oh, that one doesn't even I did try not. to hide. Johnny's like, are you sure you didn't play this as a kid, Andrew? Yeah. It's not only fun, but it is also good exercise. This is an old game that has been handed down from one generation to another. Kind of alluded to that. There are several ways to play. The main objective is to pick a ghost who will hide while the other players search. So it's kind of like a reverse. I don't see. Ghost-y. Oh, and if you find them, you got to hide with them. Is that what it is? Uh, the ghost then tries to tag a player while the players try to get back to home base. Oh, that's different from what I was thinking. There is a like a reverse hide and seek where one person hides and everybody looks for them. And if you find them, then you got to hide with them. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I never did that. I hated hide and go seek. Can I just tell people that? As a, as a, for chess. This is a safe place. As as a tall, husky child, yep. Go yep. see. Was a very hard game. It was very difficult. Yeah, we we had the same childhood when it comes to this. Okay, and I really didn't want to be caught, and I always hated it when my friend Dave was the seeker because, yeah. Well, back then, now I don't think so, Dave. <laughs> Dave, Dave will tell you Dave's not moving anywhere. <laughs> but <laughs> as when we were younger, <laughs> Dave was pretty quick, and I used to hate it because he'd come and find me, and then he tagged me, and there was no way I was catching Dave. Yeah. Now, yeah. if we played, I'm pretty sure I could get him. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I, if we played now, I'm pretty sure I could get Dave. And the funny thing is, and the sad, I'm going to say it's sad thing is, we played hide and go seek probably I. We would do this up until I graduated high school. Yeah. Because we had a place in Niagara Falls called the Winter Gardens. And it was open 24 hours a day. And it was like an indoor greenhouse with a lot of like plants and stuff like that. And there was elevators and stairs. And it was a couple of different levels. And we'd just be like, hey, you want to go over to the Winter Garden and play hide and go seek? And we play, <laughs> we would play hide and go seek. And then the homeless guy would get mad because we woke him up. <laughs> we tried to give him a snicker one time and he told and he said no. He said he would just rather have us leave. <laughs> wow, what a Well, if he's hungry, you know. You can't wait. But I guess he wasn't hungry. Turn him to Danny DeVito. <laughs> now when you, you you got this list and you said one of them you didn't have any idea what it was, right? Yeah, it's called Heads and Volleys. And just looking it up, it is. And the thing of the article is remembering Heads and Volleys, a staple of every Irish childhood. So I found that interesting because, once again, games from different countries, different places. Yeah. Uh, really make different, you know, kind of sound like fun uh because once again they're saying a lot of people talk about these days how kids waste their childhood on their phones right and things of that nature so uh i am trying to figure out how to play this but i thought it was interesting when i saw that it was an irish childhood game so 
I'm thinking at some point, very simply, one player crosses the the ball and the other player attempts to score with a header or a volley. So it's, it's sort like of like soccer. from the yeah. I was about to say I, I googled it. it. Looks close to like a game you can play to work on your soccer skills. To me, sounds interesting because I know soccer wasn't that big of a thing when I was a kid. So. I I just found it interesting that some people Well Andrew I mean you were uh tall husky kids so soccer just was not well I'm not, I don't want to speak for you but for me it was a big no I okay so you will appreciate this so I grew up um when it came to sports my mother could care less so a lot of the sports I did were the sports that my father liked we didn't do football when I was younger because I think that was more of my mother. She said it messed up my uncle's knees. I don't know. But my father coached baseball and basketball. So, of course, of course, we played baseball and basketball. Very, especially basketball. It's a very hand-oriented, same thing with baseball. So my problem was with soccer is when I first started playing it, and the only reason why I played it is I had two friends, and they were like, hey, we need another person on our team. Just, it's free you play soccer, whatever. So I was like, okay. Every time I saw the ball, like if somebody kicked the ball up, you wanted to, you wanted to catch it. I would jump and I'd grab it and I grab it. Like I was going to grab a rebound. Yeah. <laughs> so I bring it down with my elbows out. Yeah. And they're like, you can't do that instinctively. Yeah. So finally it got to the point where the coach of the team, very nice guy. Don't remember his name. Got to the point where he was like, dude, you have to stop doing this. So every <laughs> time I did it, I would have to sit out for like five minutes. And it got to the point where I didn't even practice. Well, if you didn't like the game, I would just catch it all the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> But my like kind of competitive nature was like, I need to get better at this. But then at the same time, I wanted to swat the ball. Like I would just swat it. Like if somebody kicked me in, a, like if I was playing defense, I still don't know the positions in soccer and what they do. I just know defense is pretty much the same as in hockey. There's four a goalie. I think everybody knows goalie. Yeah, I think there's forwards, and after that, I don't know. <laughs> there's like fullbacks. I think they did it like very like plain Jane. Because then I was on defense, so somebody would kick the ball and go by the goal, and I would swat it, <laughs> like just like I was blocking a shot. And then after a while, they were like, we're just going to put you because the one kid that normally play goalie wasn't there. We're like, we're going to put you in goal. And I'm like, oh, now I can finally use my hands. Uh, well, I have stone feet. <laughs> so it wasn't very, it wasn't very fun. And those goals are huge. And the only oh, yeah, that was yeah. actually decent at goalie was street hot. So in a hockey net is way smaller than a goalie net so therefore i was i played one year of soccer and never played it again what was that movie when we were kids it had it was a soccer movie the big green you know exactly what i was talking about the kid from uh come on johnny the goalie was the kid from um the sandlot sandlot yeah so i remember when i saw that i was like i think i could be goalie i mean i'm a big guy I'm pretty honestly. When I was younger, I was very oddly athletic for my size, especially. And I was like, I I can do that. 
And then that was the first time I really paid attention to how actually big a soccer goal really is. I was yeah. like, how do they cover this much ground? It, it's it's horrible. I hated it. Like that's why when I played baseball, I would be in the outfield or I'd play first base. Yeah. Because those were my only those were the only positions that you could put me because I could move. It's just like I don't know what it was like with the stone feet. Like my brain was like, you need to move. And my feet were like, nah, I'm going to stay right here. <laughs> I see. I feel like I'm the same way, except for whatever reason, basketball always made sense to me. And like my, and I had, I had really not anymore. I haven't played in years, but I had really good footwork. And thanks to my size, I learned how to play inside and outside. So mm-hmm. Uh, I like to brag. I was like the first combo forward there ever was. Ooh, look at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is not remotely true. Johnny at stretch four over here. Yep. I really was. <laughs> and uh prided myself on my passing. I was very excited when I got an assist. And I love setting screens, which is probably why I got picked all the time. Yeah, I was just a straight <laughs> rebounder. I was, That's why I always admired Dennis Rodman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We played uh, in middle school, was it home base basketball? Like, that was, like, your first class kind of thing? Yeah. And whoever was in that class, they did, like, an afternoon basketball team. Yeah. So I just rebounded and kicked it out. Rebound, kicked it out. Rebound, kicked out. That's all I did. Yeah. So, well, mm-hmm. I, I learned that if uh, if you show people that you, can, that you like to set screens and you're good at it and you love the pass, uh, you'll get picked a lot to play with because people like to play with those people. So I got to play a lot because of that. But also um, at, when I was in high school and I'd get to school early in the mornings, I would see this whole line of kids and they were playing this game that I'd never seen before. And you would line up and you'd have a, like a tennis ball is what they would use. Mm-hmm. And basically somebody was just one tennis ball and you would throw it up against the wall as hard as you can. And when a ball bounces back, if it hits somebody, they're out. And it would hurt, by the way. Uh, and they're out. If they catch it, then who threw it was out. Is this like a weird handball type thing? I think in a way. I don't know what they called it, but it wasn't exactly handball. It was something that they would just play all the time. And I remember I played it once, and I got beamed in the head, and I was like, this isn't for me. <laughs> by the way, you wouldn't think a circle ball would hurt, but if you throw it hard enough, it, it'll it'll sling a little bit. So when I was looking at the Facebook stuff, I see one that said netball. Netball. Okay. So being Americans where I know where my brain was going, I was like, isn't that just basketball? Well, there's a lot of nets in sports. So I don't, I don't know. Well, this is kind of like basketball looks like, but it's where there's a rim, but there's no backboard. Oh yes. Yeah. You see, okay. Yeah. Yes. First put in England on eighteen ninety seven. Wow. So it, it looks pretty much exactly like basketball. You try and get your, you know, Jeff. The game is to score more goals than the opposition. Yeah. But it's shooting with no backboard. Did you ever play tennis? I. Uh, Another bad thing about that is cross sports with me. Yeah. 
are very bad. Uh, I did play tennis every once in a while with like an ex-girlfriend or in gym, but uh, mostly when I first did it in gym, I was told that I could just find something else to do and go to a different, because there was like gym <laughs> teachers, there was like four gym teachers, but they would do like different classes. I was told that I could go to a different gym class <clears throat> because I was wasting more time going to find the ball. Because <laughs> I would sit back. Once again, baseball. I would sit back and wait for the ball to come. Just whack it as hard as you oh, could. Oh, and I would just demolish it. Like <laughs> yeah. bachelor party Tom Hanks style. And I would just <laughs> demolish it over the fence. And they were like, no, you just lob it over the net. And I would just sit back in my mind was like, I'm going to crush this. Yeah. I'm going to crush this ball all the way. And right behind where the tennis courts were, where the teachers park was the teacher's parking lot. So that's why yeah. like, yeah, my, my gym teacher was awesome. And they were, was it? Yeah. It was a, he at that point or was it? No, no, she, it was, a, I forgot what her name was. She drove a green Camaro, but, she, that's all I can remember. And she was like, you uh, can just go to another gym class while we do this unit. You're fine. I'll I'll pass you, but we're you're done with tennis. Like and that was on the second day of me doing it. Cause all of a sudden you would just hear everybody. Goo, doo, doo. And then all of a sudden you just hear that loud. <laughs> for me. And then I think at one point I actually circled the tennis court. Yeah. When she was like, "Yeah, you're you're done." She was Remind like, me to tell my golf story because uh, it's very related to what you just said. But uh, the reason I brought up tennis is there was a little bit of time where I would actually play it a little bit. I would always play doubles because I'm too slow to play by myself and went into the court. But I, it was fun, right? I was never, I wasn't remotely good, but I could, I could almost kind of play. You know what I mean? Like I, I could return a serve, something like that, right? And Trevor was dating this girl one time. And this is when we're all out of school. Like we're adults now. And we all went to play tennis. And I don't know. She had only met. This is not the second time she had seen and met me. Like they were pretty new in their relationship. Okay. And I don't. <laughs> to this day, we still joke about this. I, I think. She thought I was uh, on the spectrum or something because they hit <laughs> because they hit the ball to me and I returned it like I actually hit it back and I am not making this up. She saw this and she goes, "Oh, <laughs> kind of like the office thing where they told like Kevin." Yes. Yes. She looked at me like I was Kevin, like when Holly and Kevin were at the uh, at the um, snack machine, and she was trying to help them. It's what it felt like. (laughs) Oh, he hit the ball. How so? That's exactly what it was. (laughs) Oh man, I still remember that. It was very funny. But my golf story is I took golf in high school and we had a golf class. We had like a makeshift golf course. that had like four or five holes. Right. Uh, and they were very, I mean, 
I mean, high school students made it for crying out loud. Yeah. And I made A's and B's all throughout my school career until golf <laughs> class <laughs> in which I got uh, like a C minus. And it was purely because the coach took me to the side and had a um, come to Jesus meeting with me because. <laughs> Were you slicing it? No, no. I was, um, let's see. I, I, for whatever reason, I thought it was very funny to let go of my club when I would swing. If I knew nobody would get hurt. Oh. And, um, uh, and I would never do this in front of him, but then he kind of caught on when I did it one time and the club never came back down. <laughs> It was so far up in a pine tree. I don't know. It's probably still up there to this day. And and then he was like, we're going to go one-on-one. I'm going to watch everybody swing, and I'm going to help you with your swing. And my buddy looked at me, and he goes, I dare you. I dare you to let go of that club when he does this. You did, didn't you? <laughs> so uh, I never got to play golf again. <laughs> so we were banned. I... We were banned from some gym class parts. Yeah, we were. Yeah, I was also I was also the only person to ever be put into a penalty box in in a high school gym for hockey. That just means you're playing hockey to me, though. Uh, because I I cross checked a kid. Yeah, teachers there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he was kind of like bent over. And I cross checked this kid, and his head almost went into where they fold up the like the stands. Yeah, whose fault is that though? Why was he been over there? I don't know to get the puck. <laughs> I get a little, I get a little crazy. Like my wife and I are very competitive, so we don't play games together. Like we played Mario Baseball one time. Like we were like, oh, we're gonna take a little weekend retreat. Let's bring the Wii. We like to play, and then we played Mario Baseball, and I swear we were looking at like in the phone book for divorce lawyers because <laughs> it was just so bad. Have you ever played a game called British Bulldog? I've seen the wrestler. I, I knew that was going. Great power slam. <laughs> Can I also say that I'm very disappointed in your uh, retro pop episode when you guys talked about the smoke. You could just stop at that sentence there and I would understand. <laughs> no, when you guys talked about the smoky, oh, great episode, but there was one problem. Talked about Smoky Mountains, but yet there was no thing about Smoky Mountain wrestling. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I was just more focused on the... I was blown away by the history of the place more than anything. The history is Smoky Mountain wrestling. (laughs) So this is a tag-based game and sporting game commonly played in schoolyards and on athletic fields in the United Kingdom, Canada, South Africa, Australia. And related Commonwealth company, uh, companies, countries, as I learn how to talk. Uh, it's physically. Oh, you got to st- stop one player from crossing. So I'm guessing this is like the crazy version of Red Rover. Well, it sounds like, yeah. Did you ever play a game? Me and my family would play this one. There wasn't very many games that we would actually play together, but we all liked this game. We call I don't know what it's actually supposed to be called. We called it Roller Bat. Did you ever play this? What is that? All right, so one person had a bat, right, and a baseball or softball. I think we use a softball. And everybody else was in the outfield. And 
Uh, you can hit that ball however you wanted. You can hit it. Uh, and if it was caught, then whoever caught it gets the bat. But if they uh, they can't catch it, and uh, let's say you have to run out and ground it wherever you pick it up from, um, the person who batted puts the bat down on the ground, and from where you're at, where you got the ball, you got to roll it toward the bat and try to hit the bat. And if you hit the bat, then you get to be the next one to bat. Sounds interesting. Yeah, it was actually very fun. And I think there was a version of it where if you caught the ball to bounce, like it was uh, extra points or something like that, like we did like a point thing too, if oh. I'm thinking right. And the closer you were, let's say that uh, you basically like caught it where like a pitcher would be. So that's not that far from the bat, right? No. So like you got to hold the bat at different angles that way. Like you didn't, you didn't have to put it all the way to the ground if somebody's closer to you. So it's harder to hit. Hmm. Very fun game. I remember really liking that one. Did you make up any like other games? As- we might have made that one up for all I know. I don't know. <laughs> hopscotch. Never got hopscotch. I didn't care for it. I, I mean, hop or scotch, make up your mind. I I like like drawing the stuff, the sidewalk. Oh, that was way more fun, yeah. We drew a lot of stuff like sidewalk chalk. Did you play Foursquare? No, I... I did not. Did you, is that one of those ones where you got banned from? <laughs> no, I did not play Foursquare until I was an adult with my kids. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I played it quite a bit. I did like Foursquare quite a lot. We played it a that, lot in, uh, at church, actually. I think because I'm an adult now and it's something I didn't play, as they're explaining me the rules, I got frustrated. I said, this is stupid. And I left kind of like a little kid, but yeah, as an adult, uh, I don't know how new this game is, but they have. Gaga, way, Gaga the, ball courts. Yes, I know what this is. Yes. Okay. I had no idea what this game was until one day we went. I, I took him to the park because there's basketball courts, playground, and stuff like that. And I'm like, what are these corrals behind the school? <laughs> so I'm thinking, like, if you're bad, you got to go in there. So they told me <laughs> it was a Gaga ball court, and I was like, so how do you play this? And this is a game where I wish I would have found out found when I was younger. Before yes. I had before yes. the arthritis in the back and everything. Same, same. Yes. Because if you're not, if you don't know what Gaga ball is, is your yeah, pre- basically if you don't know, there's like a uh, the court quote unquote is basically like an octagon kind mm-hmm. of. There's a multi sided fence like thing, and everybody gets inside it, forms sort of a circle, and there's a ball. I learned about this again from Bethel camp. They would play that there, but I was already when I was going back as like a, an older person helping out with the camp and not an actual camper. Okay. And uh, I was like, man, this, I wish I had known about this when I was a kid. I would have loved this game. Yeah, I, and I got, so we were over there the other day and I got mad because they laid down mats on the Gaga ball court and they were starting to like, separate so the ball would take like a weird bounce yeah like if like if you ever play baseball and there's something like like a rock or something in the infield. oh yeah 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 so i asked them i was like why did they put this stuff down and they were like oh they were getting parents were getting upset because kids were scraping their knees so they put these mats in here to kind of like cushion their fall and i was like but isn't that like a part of childhood to like because we guess... put like we would always play like in the the court would be on the grass so like if you feel you just on oh, the grass wouldn't be as bad this yeah. is straight cement 
Yes, yeah, that's what that sounds worse. Oh, it yeah. seemed to me. I'm like, I'm like, suck it up, Buttercup. Let's get this going. No, I mean, I would have been the same way as a kid. Like, who didn't have scraped knees as kids when Did... we were growing up? But yeah. Oh, uh, there's also a really good episode of Bob's Burgers about Gaga Ball. Just FYI. Okay, I gotta find that. Because the other thing we did was it's it's football, but it's different, and it may sound kind of crazy. So if you probably lived up north where you get a lot of snow, you would you could play football in the snow, but sometimes we would play it in the street, which isn't always the best because the streets were like iced over. But so you would get the snow plows coming through and they would pile everything to the curb. So we would play football in the street, but we would play what we call sideline knocks. So if you catch the ball on the, along the sideline or you're running along the sideline, we can just smash the crap out of you. <laughs> and the problem with this is, is you're like, oh, snow, it's soft. It's nice. That's what you think. Sometimes there would be some, you know, you get a day where the snow might melt and all of a sudden it freezes. So yeah. There's a little bit of ice mixed in. Yep. Yeah. So you would just get that straight, just <laughs> like right into your rib going right down. So <laughs> sideline knocks or sideline bumps was a very yeah dangerous, wonderful game that we would play. We played a very similar game of that when uh, I was in high school and I had a job at a Winn-Dixie grocery store and we played that in the back. Uh, oh. A lot of pallets were destroyed. That shouldn't have been. Just sorry about that. <laughs> I, used to, I used to get mad at me at Burger King because sometimes after the truck came in, the freezer area would be full and they're like, we need more Whopper patties. And I'm like, I'll go get them. And then I'd like yell out like a random game show. Like I'd be like legends of the hidden temple. And I just jump and I like crush. <laughs> they're like, no, you're crushing product. I'm like, but I got it. Or I'd be like American gladiators. Let's go. <laughs> trying to think what else we did as kids. Like we did red, like well, red, like green light. I think everybody's done a version of that. Right. Yeah, I think that's I think that's one of the games where you find like the most kind of like cheaters and where it gets into yeah. sense. Very similar to Simon Says type of thing. Yeah. yeah. Where you're like, no, you did this. And they're like, no, I did it. Because there's always yeah. that one kid. There's always that one. Yeah, there's always a kid who's like, dude, obviously you you did it. Just it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of kid do you think I was? Do you think I was a kid who would like I I think you were kind of, I don't know. I feel like we're almost like the same person in a way. Like, I feel like you, you got competitive. You wanted to play, but you're also like, it is what it is. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. If like, if somebody caught me and like uh, Simon says, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like, okay. So I did famously uh, one time playing pickup basketball. Uh, no matter what I did, my team would lose, and I got so mad that I forced everybody to stay <laughs> keep playing well, well past they wanted to. And I don't, I think, I don't think I ever won a game. And I was so mad because I felt like I was doing all the work. Everybody else was just so tired. And that's the first time I ever like. I I do get very competitive in sports, especially basketball. But I had this thing in my head where, like, even if I did something really awesome and nice. I was like, you got to act like you've been there before type yeah. of thing. That's how I always felt. I didn't want to like, Hey, I just did something really cool. I'm going to show off about it. Like, I feel like, why would I do that? I, I should act like I've done this before. Like it's no big deal. 
but I got so mad from not winning that I just slammed that basketball down on the ground so hard and just screamed. <laughs> I'd I'd lost like the sixth time in a row. And that's after like we'd always play games to like pick up games to like eleven or or something like that. And I was like, I was getting so tired of losing because I would score ten points for my team and we'd still lose. <laughs> I get so mad. Did you play twenty one? We did that a lot. Oh yes, okay. yes, all the we time. Did that yeah. A lot in the summer. Uh, twenty one. And you are. Did you play with taps? Did you play twenty one with taps? Yeah, yeah. I was not good at. It. Um, oh, I was very good at that. Oddly enough, uh, there was a game that we just. Oh, that's another game you'd play outside if you're just bored with with like a basketball or something. And I've never heard anybody else play it called taps. So, and I was horrible at that too, because you can't catch it. It's just like right, yeah, the yeah. basketball game. Like you know, you just got to go with your fingertips, kind of like volleyball in a way. Yeah, and I would just watch like these kids would be like, "Okay, we're gonna play taps." I'm like, "Okay, I'll, I'll take knocks," and they would just tap it back and forth. And I'm see, like, we, see, I know amazing. And then all of a sudden, it's somebody you, you know they would like catch it or hold it for too long, and then all of a sudden it would be me, and then it lasts for two seconds, and then somebody else goes, <laughs> "I'm yeah. like, oh, I caught it." And see, I, you know, me and you grew up in the Michael Jordan generation. So I would see players like Michael Jordan or, or Penny Hardaway do these amazing acrobatic things. And despite me being a big guy, I kind of could always had a sixth sense of where the rim kind of was. And uh, even when we were playing tap, playing the 21 with taps, uh, our rule was as long as you're in the air, when you let go of the ball, then it, it and it goes in, it counts, right? Yeah. So if I catch the ball on the ground, then it's not a tap. Sorry. But uh, so like I would just try those most ridiculous Michael Jordan up and under things all the time. I got really good at uh, my special. I think everybody played horse, right? Games of horse. Yeah. That would like, are you a, because I was going to say, are you a horse or are you a pig guy? Yeah. Oh, we played horse. It was always okay. horse for us. And I, I got really good at this thing where I would do, I called it a reverse layup in a way that I would actually go past the basketball uh, go and throw it up. I would let finger roll it over my head behind me and it would go over the backboard into the net. And I made it way more than I should. And uh, Trevor hated that. <laughs> but as I got older, like around in teenage years, but not old enough to like drive or anything like that. Uh, my friend, Joe, I would hang out with him on the weekends when I go to my dad's house and we would, take sports but try and find different games that we could do so we took home run derby and we were in an alley and you know when you measure a home run it goes by feet yeah so obviously we're not going to measure that but we used to do each house that it went by even if it rolled that counted as like a hundred feet so we would just whack the crap out of this like wiffle ball and then all of a sudden we walk down the alley and we count the houses one, two, <laughs> and stuff like that. And then, oh, I don't know if this was a game, but he got really into for some reason. You will appreciate this. He wanted to become a kicker, like okay, an NFL kicker. Yeah, there's a famous Johnny Townsend who was an NFL kicker. Oh yeah, oh no, he's a punter. A punt? Why, well, Andrew? What does a punter do? <laughs> he punts. <laughs> he kicks. Work with me here. <laughs> it's funny that you say that because the Tecmo Super Bowl, it's called a punt kick. So oh, there you go. <laughs> but he would have me, and this is where I was like, I'm just going to go with the flow. And he would have me hold the ball constantly. 
just always hold the ball. And it's funny because he'll post stuff on Facebook and he'd be like, look at this, like of, of his son. And he'd be like, look at this kid doing weird things. I'm like, and I remind him, I'm like, I remember when somebody used to have me hold a football so he could try and land kicks into his backyard. <laughs> yeah, laces out, man. <laughs> oh, I didn't like hold it. I used to love it when he'd be like, okay, I'm bored. Let's go find something else, dude. Oh, did you not ever try to Lucy his uh, Charlie Brown? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I think I did. Th- I didn't do that stuff because I was the younger brother. Yeah, so look, I just want to. I just want to put this out. Look, Charlie Brown, we all we all love you. So no shade to you on this, but you know, she's pulled that football away every single time we've tried. Get somebody else to hold that football for you. <laughs> yeah, well, as at a certain point, it's kind of on you. <laughs> I love it how I just typed in oh, like good games, like good games for eight year olds, and it just came up with crappy board games. Well, not crappy board games, but you need to put outdoor games. Yeah. Well, I got that's one. That's one thing I will say though. I think the it's I think people forget because obviously we're adults now, but like how innovative we were as kids when it came to playtime. Right? We would make it. We could make a game out of it. I mean, you were talking about how you and your friend Joe would make that game where you'd count houses how far you hit it. Like we, you'd find any way with your environment you're in to make a game out of something. Well, I think it's kind of an evolving thing. Like that article was talking about kids being on their phone, tablets, and video games and stuff. Is I remember when I was a kid, I played video games, but my video game time was morning or at night. And during the day, when it was nice, I was outside. Yeah. Because if I was inside, I was with an adult. So at one point, so one point we lived with my grandmother for a while. So if I stayed inside, I love my grandmother to death. I'd be with my grandmother. There's yeah. only so much Regis and Kathy I can watch. <laughs> and AM Buffalo <laughs> and Oprah and stuff like that. No, yeah, kidding. days of our lives. Yeah, yeah, exa- or, yeah days of our lives. General, it was getting it was getting light for uh, my side of the family. Yeah. So there's only so much you could you could take on that, and like what I was. So we would just go ride your bike, go find something to do. Yeah, uh, make up these games, and you would come inside to pretty much eat, and that was it. Right. Yeah. And that's all. Same. You- same, yeah. I, the other thing too is the more I think about it, it is really wild because let's say that a typical day in the summer, I would go over to Trevor and Derek's house, and we probably spent equal times playing games, uh, video games, as well as going outside and doing playing games outside. We kind of did both. Uh, we were outside just as much as we were inside, and I don't. No, if that's, I mean, I'm sure there's kids who love going outside today, but it just feels like it's way more, like you said, being on tablets and stuff like that than ever before. I don't know. This is kind of like an indoor outdoor game, but I completely forgot about this. How do you feel about musical chairs, Johnny? Andrew, we have established uh, (laughs) that husky, slow kid here. There was. As Ernest once said, when uh, they turned that tree back and all the kids came out, but his dog didn't come out. There ain't nothing in that tree for me. There ain't nothing in that game for me, Andrew. 
never once did I ever get a chair. <laughs> so as far as I'm concerned, that game can rot in hell. I got <laughs> down to one. I like how they put paper airplanes on here. Because that, I guess you could say that was kind of a game. Yeah, I mean, you try to see who make the best one to fly the farthest, right? Everybody I, did that. I love the balsa wood airplanes. Yeah. And I only and my favorite were the ones with the propellers. Oh yeah, yeah. I got excited when uh of course I think everybody had these in your when the scholastic book fair would come in the town, right? One year they I was very excited. One of my friends got a book out of there. It was like just all the different types of paper airplanes you could make and show you how to oh, make them. We had a great time with that book. I still to this day can't mess around with a paper airplane. <laughs> The hula hoop, even though I couldn't do that. That was these were all staples. I don't see this. Oh yeah. Frisbee. The simple game of Frisbee. I remember liking Frisbee. And then another game that I didn't find out about until I was an adult and I wish I'd known way sooner uh, before frisbee. arthritis. Uh Frisbee golf. <laughs> like that's such a great idea for a game. And it's and I was like, oh man, now I'm just like uh now it sounds like yeah, pure agony to go play that now. But I would have loved that when I was younger. I think the other thing too is, is a lot of these games, they made video games of these. Like, you oh, yeah. play cornhole on like a video game. Tug of War was, you went to church. I went to church. I'm pretty sure Tug of War was played at some point, but yeah. I don't know if it was War in the Mennonite church. Like, maybe it was like Tug to become friends with somebody. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to move I'm, on. I'm just going to make this say this now. If you tug me, we're friends. <laughs> um, jump rope. Not a fan of jump rope. I would never let an enemy tug me. I just want to make that clear. I'm trying to change the subject, Johnny. <laughs> trying to change the subject. Trying to change. I just want to make it clear that if you tug me, we're we're very close. Uh and honestly, it's a it's a it's a sign of trust. <laughs> I I I think I've gone over everything I wanted to go over. Um, anything else you want to do? Or, I, I mean, I can go yeah. another five minutes on this tugging thing, but I'll probably stop. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I, I that's a pure joke. I couldn't get more than like a minute tugging. Not at my age. <laughs> I try. I, a lot of people put some like whacked out stuff on here. Yeah. Where it was like, mm, yeah, let's let's just answer the question on the internet. Well, what was uh, if you're listening to this? What were some of the games you played as a kid? What did you? What was some of your favorite games uh, that you got to do? A lot of mine were very much related to basketball, like twenty one, yeah. playing with the kids in the neighborhood type of thing. Yeah, we did a lot. A lot of sports when I was older. When I was younger, though. It was like the red light, green lights, hide and go yeah. was always fun. Uh, tag. Oh, and it and what it's even more fun when you bring cost. a pool when there's a pool involved. Yeah. That adds even more games. I wanted then. to bring that to you. Is Marco Polo to me now has to be the world's most annoying game. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. I just want to put that as a kid. It was pretty cool. As an adult, oh, yeah. when I just want to sit in my pool. And my boys are doing Marco, Paula. We're in a pool. You guys are right next to each other. We're outside. There's no need to yell. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just when you're younger, just a constant need to 
even if it's something you're already liking to make it even more fun in a way. But mm-hmm. I'm with you. Like the older I got, the more the pool was just like, I'm in the pool. This is what it's for. I'm having a great time. Just literally sitting here in water. That's fine with me. Yeah. But when you're a kid, you're like, Hey, let's see if we can make a whirlpool. Oh, the <laughs> whirlpool like... in the pool. Yes. Yeah. I definitely love doing that. When I was oh, younger. the whirlpool. And then fight the current, fight the current. Yeah. Yeah. Always the one yes. that was like, you get everybody in the pool. Obviously again, it was usually me and Trevor and Derek and their neighbor. They had two neighbors. One had an indoor pool. Uh, no, not indoor. I mean, in ground pools. Oh, okay. In ground pool. Another they one had a, a big. Uh, they were the fancy one. We didn't get to go over there as much. And now I think that their uh, their dad well, because uh, you guys like barbecue. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Sorry, Matt. Uh, and the but the other, uh, the other neighbors who had uh, kids, so we got to go over there a little bit more. Uh, had an, a a pretty decent sized above ground pool, and of course it was a giant circle. Way easier to do oh, the whirlpool yeah. game, and we would have a blast just making whirlpools in that thing. And there was always that one kid that would be like, "Okay, we gotta keep that." We or everybody would be like, "Okay, we gotta keep this going." And the one kid's like, "I'm gonna break the current." No, don't break the. No, current. you got you got to keep going until the current's really good. What are you yeah. doing? That, then that's when you try to go against it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that game always scared me too a little bit as a kid because we I lived by Niagara Falls and that's all we ever heard was don't get caught in those rapids or you're gonna go run right over the falls. So yeah. It's like I don't think I want to mess with currents, but then when you get a you know, from like five and then you get a little bit older, you're like, Oh, you're not gonna like get taken over the falls in a swimming pool. Right, yeah. Yeah, you're you're usually all right. Yeah. For the most part. But I think that is it. So make sure you check us out on Facebook, YouTube. Am I missing anything out? Oh, check out our merch store and Patreon. All the links will be in the bottom below. And good morning, good afternoon, and good night.